Welcome to the Better Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Johnson, with the Better Business Bureau of Greater Kansas City. Our guest today is Chris Perez, owner of ATP Restoration LLC, a BBB accredited business. Welcome, Chris. Welcome. How are you? Well, thank you for joining our podcast today. So tell us a little bit about ATP Restoration. What exactly does your company do? Well, we're a full-service insurance restoration general contractor. Fire, flood, storm, um, vandalism, you name it. When your insurance company is involved, uh, we're the company to call. Okay, so um, sewer backup, uh, you know, the flooding, so... And Correct. then smoke, fire, uh, so anything like that. Um, what about just general remodeling? I just have a an old floor or bathroom that needs to be updated. That's something you get into. You we, mostly stick with the insurance claims and the restoration. We try to stay uh, focused on our insurance. However, there when damage to someone's property, be it business or residential, and they have a situation they come into where it's a fairly large and they were planning on maybe remodeling, we'd say, okay, well, now's the time, a great time to do it. So let's see if we can somehow make this work for you to the best uh, for both you and the insurance company. Right. So you act as, as a kind of a general contractor. Uh, how does the process work? Well, if, it, if it's working in, in an emergency situation, they have a sewer backup. Let's use that. The first thing we would do we would get the call we would come out we would address the situation make sure that the water has subsided and what hasn't subsided we would extract we would clean we'd use an antimicrobial we would assess the situation for what potential damage did it affect the drywall the baseboards carpeting and and then we would have to do removal of those areas if it did affect those areas okay and sometimes you don't uh, homeowners don't understand, or business owners, when they're looking at the property, they may not, they may think everything's fine, but they don't know what's underneath or behind the wall. So, do you still recommend that they they call you for an inspection? Yeah, it, it and oftentimes you're exactly right. People think, well, I can just dry that myself, and and sometimes you can, um, but it's best to have a, a trustworthy set of eyes come out there and look at it. I there was one two, three years ago now, uh, three years ago, almost this time, first couple weeks of June or last part of May, uh, it was a large church that had been affected by a tornado. And I was called by a contractor or by a client who said, hey, can you drive by? And I did a drive by and I said, yeah, there's certainly damage, you know, to some fields and some shelters. And it was a large church. But I said, I can't tell just visually unless I'm going to go in. They say, okay, let's get you the introduction. I'm going to call blah, blah, blah. We found out that job ended up over $2 million worth of damage because the entire roof had been lifted up and set back down. And visually, it looked okay, but the complete roof had shifted everything and, and bar joists and the, the roofing material, everything had been changed. That's not common, but it for wow. me, walk, driving up and walking around a little bit, I was like, eh, it doesn't look like too much. And then I was, holy cow. Closer inspection. Time yeah. That the, the whole roof needed to be replaced. Exactly right. So, um, so I, that's obviously a huge job. And so you take is that one of your business, biggest jobs you, you've done? Or uh, no, we've, we've done more. I mean, f- for ATP, we've done jobs in excess of $6 million in, in, in more of a um, construction management role, bringing uh, a customer together with a general contractor where we oversee that and help the insurance company put, put a piece of property back together. Uh, over the years, I've done larger jobs at former employers before I started ATP. Okay. And then also, is there any job that's too small? Absolutely not. 
I, I, we will do, we'll come in for a couple hundred dollars, you know, and, and when it's a couple hundred dollars, they may not need the insurance company. And I take pride in our employees go out, assess the situation and let the employees know this is just a few hundred dollars. What's your deductible? My deductible is 1500. You don't want to make a claim folks. So here's what you can do. If it's something you can handle for a couple hundred dollars, we tell them where they can get a chemical to spray, tell them how to potentially dry it out. If they had a dehumidifier or just a fan, um, we really, we take pride in, in not wasting people's money, be it the insured or that of the insurance company. Okay. So ATP restoration, Chris, tell, tell me a little bit about how you came up with that name. Well, it's interesting. I'd, I'd been in this industry for oh, close to 15 plus years. And um, probably in the last, this is about 2015, and in the last three or four years, I had, I had moved from company to company to company, and it wasn't always at my own doing. I was shown the door out and got very humbled by that. But it seemed like my opinion um, butted heads with that of the people that I worked for. And, it, you know, it was hard. And, and I got to the point where I like, I told my wife, I go, I can't apparently work for anybody yet. I had clients and I generated revenue at extremely high numbers and my clients appreciated me. And it was like, you know what? I know I can't work for anybody. I guess I got to do my own thing. And so I started thinking of a, um, <clears throat> a name of a company and I all encompassing where we want to be able to, whether we do it internally or not, we wanted to encompass all I mean, you name it. That's what we do, and we'll get you the people. And if we can't get you the people, we'll point you the right direction. We'll, we'll help assist those in need when they're facing a loss. So all came up. And then trades, obviously trades, many different trades to put back a, a piece of property and then performed. You know, we'll do it all. All trades performed. So it came that way, and then I thought, well, that's a mouthful. And it's very common in this industry to use an acronym. And, I, and when I looked at the acronym, I go, all, which that's good, A-L-L. I'm old enough to think, well, that's the beginning of the alphabet. That's good. And uh, trades performed. And then when I went um, and just took ATP, and as I sit here now, it still generates and resonates in my heart. ATP are the initials of my father. And uh, my, my father was a Cuban immigrant who came to this country in the 1950s, he got out before the re- revolution. Uh, he became extremely successful um, pediatrician in the Chicagoland area. And um, my dad and I often used to, to joke after before he left us um, two and a half years ago, what he did with being a pediatrician is he had sick patients and he helped get them better. And he dealt with insurance companies to get these people better and get them back on their feet. And I said, well, Dad, and I know I'm not near as smart as my father ever was. I said, what I do, Dad, is I deal with insurance companies and sick properties. And while you're the doctor of the physical, I'm the doctor of property is what I like to look at it. Mm -hmm. And I saw the way my dad always treated, first off, my mother, but then my my brother and my sisters. But then as employees, several of them worked for many, many years for my dad. My dad was extremely loyal. And I said, "That's, that's the blueprint for this business, to resonate how we take care of each other. We take care of each other by starting encouraging our employees to all take care of their home first, take care of your spouse, take care of your kids coming in here to be a part of ATP. You got to take care of each other and be and recognize we really are in the same team slash family. It sounds cliche. And I tell people when they first join, just give it time and you will see, we really try to take care of each other. And, and it's worked out really well because 
well, that was the model and that was the basis of everything that we still do today or when we come into situations that are tough, I usually look across the table at an employee and they're dealing with this or that and this customer said, and I go, well, you guys didn't really get to know my dad. What do you think my dad would do? And it's overriding thing. Well, my dad, your dad would do the right thing. I go, what's the right thing? Yeah, we need to do this and that. I go, then that's answered. Do the right thing. So, um, yeah, that's how we came up with ATP restoration, which is the initials for my father, Dr. Armando Thomas Perez. But that's an amazing story in, in how that all came together. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. the whole philosophy where, you know, he, he, he took care of sick patients and worked with insurance companies, and, and you do that for the, the properties as well, because we got to have a healthy home. Absolutely. Um, so the property needs to be taken care of. Um, you know, you need to have a healthy home. So. You know, mold, and that's obviously something Correct. you get into. You, yep. get, you get mold in the walls. That water damage can cause a lot of yeah. stuff that people maybe cannot see, but over time, um, that's it become a, a problem. Certainly. Mold comes from a lot of times when you talked earlier, some people want to handle it themselves, and something happens behind the scenes. Well, if it's not dried properly, on the surface, a lot of times something may look dried, but you have... Uh, porous materials underneath, uh, you know, behind walls or, or, or below a floor that all can create mold. And mold needs, it needs darkness, it needs some moisture, and it needs uh, a food source, which could be wood, uh, it could be drywall, it could be insulation, all those things. So those things are all hidden. And when they have that, if it's not dried properly and use the proper tools and techniques that, that are mandated um for us to test for the moisture, then you really don't know if something's drying. Right. So that's what's real critical for us. We got to make sure it's dry. And people, of course, this is the unfortunate thing, just like in any business, there's a lot of contractors in our business that maybe don't have the same philosophy that we do. Uh, they're looking to make a living. They think it's insurance, so they think it's, oh, man, you can charge whatever you want or what have you. And those companies, fortunately, don't last forever. Um, but sometimes when they have that philosophy, they're quick to make a buck because they can or they know how to you know play the word game. And they're not worried about the long term of really what's going on. And we try to think long term. Our clients are the agents, the adjusters, and, the, and our former customers who provide us an opportunity and they refer work to us because we're not just here for the here and now. We're not just trying to hit one home or home, one home run. We're here to take care of you now and in the years and future to come. Right. So with that, what advice do you give customers who, who have damage or they think they have damage to their home uh, when they're seeking a company to, to fix that damage? What advice do you have to them? What should they be? What questions should they ask? What should they look for? Well, first off, um, there is a standard, and of course, you're going to stump me on what the what this acronym is. But it, the industry standard is set by a firm called the IICRC, and the IICRC sets the standard for all restoration companies for how we test for moisture, what the proper drying methods are, meaning the microbial you put down or don't put down, whether you should set fans and then how many fans, um, whether you should set dehues or how many dehues, where you should set dehues and no fans, which is a, is a big common thing. So often people think, well, I'll just stick a fan on it. Well, there's hazardous materials potentially that become airborne when you have a, a, a surface that's been wet. And 
when that stuff, you put a fan on, not everybody has a DQ, you put a fan on it, well, then it blows everything into the air. Potentially, and I'm not like some conspiracy theorist that says, yeah, it always happens. But the the asbestos is a huge concern, and not just in the houses pre-1980s, okay? We're talking about asbestos here and now. There's still asbestos that comes in materials, oftentimes drywall mastic, that comes from other parts of the world that aren't monitored and come in and we use still today. I've seen asbestos tests go hot on properties that are... 2019, for example, and people don't think that. Well, you do the test. Well, the test doesn't lie. You bring in a third party. It's not like we're testing it. We bring in a third party to make those tests. So once you do that, then you could actually contaminate your whole home. So you want to know, is somebody going to test the area? And will you be able to review the results? And then if it is hot or if there is mold or if there is what is the process that has to happen? That, has to, that process is established by a third party. That third party would determine it's not the insurance company, it's not us, the contractor. That third party would establish a protocol for how you address it, and they would come in afterwards, test again. They would give the clearance. Our job is to do what they say, and if we do it what, by what they say and do it right, we'll get that clearance test. Okay, so that's great. So you'll come in, assess it, Get a third party to do the testing, provide the results, provide the instruction, and then you'll do the work, and then that third party will come back and actually test it to make sure everything was done correctly, and then you're free of the of the mold. Correct. Wow, that's great. Um, is there any other uh, you know rec- recommendations, or or maybe even for others in your industry, what should they be doing that they maybe are not doing? Well, if it were for others in the industry, my so-called competitors, and and there are several good, very good ones, um, and the good ones usually have this. I I think what makes us successful, and frankly, what's helped me for a long time is I, I, I have a I got this from my mother and father. I'm very confident of it. it I have genuine compassion. I can't help but think when I pull up to a fire or a flood and I see these people. And I just go, I'm so sorry. Well, I've been doing this over 20 years, and I've seen so many fires. I've seen so many tornadoes. I've been in hurricanes, you name it. I just can't help but saying, I'm so very sorry, because I cannot imagine myself. You know, while I've been around it, and I've seen some hairy stuff, I'm not that person living in that home. I'm not that business owner that just lost all this and wondering about their customers. It's so traumatic. Think, it yeah, is. it really is. And and I tell people all the time, go, yes, I've been doing this for nearly 25 years, folks. But I don't know what it's like to be in your shoes. I don't know what's going on in your world. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what potentially you lost in the moisture and the fire. I don't know. But if you give us an opportunity, if you give us an opportunity, I promise you there is a silver lining on the other side of this. And, and we'll help direct you there. I take a lot of pride in... Um, if there is a loss, here's another thing, too. I don't know if there, there's some contractors that maybe do, but I don't think there's too many. Um, thinking about one, I had a client send me two several years ago. He goes, I think it's a, a, a total loss, uh, and it's the parents, older parents. They have a nice piece of property. All the kids are involved. They live near nearby, um, but I think it's total loss. It was, let's say, $300,000, but go, he, he was out of town, and he said, can you go get your eyes on it right away and see if it needs to be secured, boarded up, whatever. 
I went and looked at it. It was total. There was no there was no securing it or trying to dry it out. The basement had six feet of water in it. Wow. And and to get this fire out, there was a lot of accelerant from many old products in the house. And I said, there's nothing that we can or should do. Maybe the garage door will board up a little bit, maybe try to limit. But I'd, I'd end up spending 20 grand, maybe more, to just provide emergency services. And so... I think it was the following day when he got back into town we met out there and he looked at me and he said he goes you know what chris he goes not a lot of people do this but this is why i call you you could have spent twenty five, thirty thousand dollars on emergency services last night had lights and barricades and fence these people only have three hundred thousand dollars this house alone is worth four hundred thousand dollars it was slightly underinsured or significantly underinsured i should say had you spent that twenty five grand instead of me giving them thirty thousand or three hundred thousand, I'd be giving them thirty grand less, and this is all they had. And I said, "Yeah, my money, exactly." So you got to cautiously walk into a circumstance, and and like I said, we try to not be one of those contractors that just all of a sudden go, "Yeah, I could justify this. He trusts me. I can do all this." We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. I always want to know what these folks are up against, and. On that first day that I went, he also asked me to go climb through the fire. And I guess it was the grandmother who had passed away like six months earlier. Her urn was sitting on the mantle in this family room, complete daylight above it, fire stuff all around. It was still sitting on the mantle, and they asked me to go get it, which I did. It was a very strange, surreal thing, but I got it, and I actually delivered it over the, the, to the, fa- the children's house where they lived in a neighborhood not far away, and many of the children were there. and just delivered it to him and i considered that a privilege you know and 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 it was a privilege you know especially now years later not having my mom and dad anymore it really was a privilege yeah well chris thank you so much for sharing your stories and and telling uh, us a little bit more about your company and what you do what set you apart um chris how do people get a hold of you well our uh, website is uh, www.atpresto.com and our uh, phone number is uh, 913, hang on, I'm totally losing my mind. Our phone number is 913-257-5825, 913-257-5825. Okay, and they can call that number 24 hours a day? 24-7, we are available. And you have to be in this industry, and our guys, you know, there's a certain amount of adrenaline that that runs through you when someone calls in the middle of the night even the middle of the day we we look for the opportunity to be the people that are welcomed when we get there in an unfortunate cir- cir- circumstance just like i told you about my dad my dad was a pediatrician for a very long time because he had a servant's heart and he wanted to serve people in their time of need and like i said i got that no yeah. question about it. I love to serve people. I love to help people. And we figure if we're there to serve and have a servant's heart and we can make a living doing it, what, yeah. what, what better, better thing? Exactly. Better we make a living serving others. It, it really is a privilege. Well, thank you, Chris. And we wish you and your company uh, much continued success. Great. Thank you so much. Once again, I'm your host, Dustin Johnson of the, of the Better Business Bureau of Greater Kansas City. And thank you for listening to the Better Business Podcast.